hurts your eye like a pizza pie. That's a Has anyone ever figured out? Is it pizza pie? Is and I'm not gonna look it up because I like the mystery. Is it when the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie or like a pizza pie? Like a big pizza pie? Like a piece of pie? A piece of pole? Damn, we'll never know. We'll never know, but that's amore and that's love. That's what it's all about, man. I don't know why I'm even thinking about that. I got bigger issues to handle right now. First of all, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a chap lip situation that is unprecedented. And I'm just curious as to what could even cause this. I woke up two days ago. Lips. And you know how this vicious cycle starts, right? Lips. A little bit dry. So what do you do? You lick them. Get them moist. Then they dry out even more. How savage is our own saliva? Our own enzymes that they mess up our own lips. Come on, saliva. Whose team are you on? Why do I even have you? Why do I need you? You're, you, all you're doing is drying out our own lips. So I, I'm in this vicious cycle. So yeah, I'm conscious of it. I'm trying not to lick them. And they just get drier. <laughs> Try not to lick them. They get drier and drier and drier. To the point where they, they're so dry now, I smiled and the bottom part split open. Ridiculous. Who, who could live through such a thing? So finally I went and I, I mean, I should have just got chapstick from the beginning, huh? I thought I could beat it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe I could beat it. It's such a strange thing. Chap lips. Why? And I don't know what caused it either. And you never want to Google. I was close. I was so close to just Googling cause of chap lips. But I know as soon as you look that up, it's going to be like, oh, it means uh, your kidney's turning blue and your pancreas is going to die. And you're like, all right, never mind. But still, man, I've been, I've been generously applying chapstick for, uh, you know, a, a full day now. It's still a little dry. It's still cut open. God. And you know what I never understood is the fancy... And I don't even know how this is the fancier. Like when it comes to chapsticks, I'm all about the stick. I'm all about the chapstick stick. Now, I've never finished a stick of chapstick. I don't know if anyone ever has. I feel like you buy it, you use it to get your lips back to normal, back to baseline, and then it just disappears. And it goes into the ether. It goes into a wormhole. It goes into the universe and no one ever sees it again. Or you find it like eight years later when you move. And it's in the bottom of your piggy bank or some shit. But I've never been able to keep track of chapsticks good enough to see what's at the bottom. There could be gold. There could be diamonds. There could be a whole nother set of lips at the bottom of a chapstick. You're telling me I've never been there. I always have to buy new ones. So, I mean, yeah, when it comes to efficiency, probably in my life, chapstick is the least efficient thing. I would say officially, like I said, if, if when you die, you get to look at all your statistics, which I really hope you do. And Jesus is there helping you, helping you read through. I, he's going to go, you were the most wasteful. You would think with water, you would think with plastic, but chapstick. He's going to say over the course of your life, you bought a thousand pounds of chapstick and you used two pounds of it. But that's the game. I don't know how people keep track. Now, if it was a girl, you can because girls have a whole nother thing that they carry around. It's kind of like a backpack, but for your arm, and it's called a purse. 
And I feel like every girl has at least two or three different chapsticks in their purse. But girls' chapstick game is a whole different thing. They like the one that you like unscrew the cap and you open it. And then you use your, and I've never understood this. You actually use your finger to apply it to your mouth. And I, and that's, those are the more fancy ones. Like the ones that I'm getting, which is this, just the stick. Apparently that's like the basic, that's the basic bitch version. And I, by the way, when I apply it, I like to look real pretty too. I do that whole thing where I put it on one lip and then I, I do that. I do that. Cause when I was seven years old, I saw my mom put on lipstick like that. And I said, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> I remember the first time I did that. And like someone in my class saw, they're like, what the, what are you doing? I'm like, that's how I put chapstick on. How do you do it? He's like, you do it like lipstick. And I go, hey, hate the player, not the game. All right. That's chapstick game. So anyway, girls always have a collection in their purse and they have the ones you break it open. You, you get a gob of it on your finger and then you rub that on your mouth. And to me, I'm like, that seems like the least sanitary thing of all time. Why would you prefer to use your dirty finger? Lord knows where that's been and use that to then grab some jelly, put that on your lip versus just having a stick where you don't have to touch your mouth. Ugh, I can't do it. I don't know if it's because of COVID, but I'm a little germy now. When I come home, first thing I do every single time, wash my hands. Maybe I just have OCD. Maybe I have slowly developing OCD. Like I honestly wonder if it can slowly creep into your life. Are you born with it or can you develop it? Because I got to do stuff like I don't know about you guys, but for me to go to sleep, I have to look over at my nightstand. I got to see my wallet is there. I got to see my phone is there. I got to see my keys are there. Computer. Jen actually makes fun of me because every single time I'm like wallet, watch, keys, computer. I have to know they're there. Uh, that's what I'm wondering if all of this, if is it turning into a condition, into an, a disorder? But it gives me peace of mind, and I haven't lost anything in a long time. Knock on wood, I haven't lost anything. But then again, I didn't think I was going to have chap lips as an adult, and here I am with the chappest of lips. I got the lip split open in the middle at the bottom. Looks horrendous. Feels even worse. So that's my whole project the next couple days. Moisturize my mouth. And again, I don't, yeah, I don't know how people use the finger one and then touch your mouth. Ugh. Ooh, especially if you touch like a gro- like a shopping cart pre-COVID when they didn't even wipe that shit down. Now you touch your mouth. Ooh. And girls always have a flavor to their chapstick. They love to have a flavor to their chapstick, right? This one is or this one's green apple. Yum. <laughs> but also, why? Isn't the whole point it's supposed to stay on your lips? You only taste it if it goes in your mouth. And then you're licking it off your lips. Who are you making out with? Huh? Who are you kissing? Who are you making out with that you're giving all these flavors to? I'm on the basic. I actually bought a, I bought one Gucci. Gucci Gucci chapstick one time. One real fancy one. By BioView or whatever it's called. Had SPF in it. <laughs> SPF. And I said, you know what? I'll pay double because this says SPF. I hate when my lips get burnt. I don't think they've been burnt in my whole life, but what if they do? I want to prevent it. And then, like I said, I use that for like a day and then it's gone. I said, that was a good use of money. So my recommendation to all the guys out there, 
Keep your lips moist. I'm actually going to make this into a t-shirt. Keep your lips moist and keep your wallet tight. <laughs> oh, it reminded me of like things. I haven't had chap lips in so long. And I haven't had like a nosebleed in so long. You guys remember nosebleeds? I feel like in the 90s, there was a lot more nosebleeds. Am I crazy? I really feel like in the 90s, and this might be a little biased because that's when I was a kid, but I was, I think if they did a study for nosebleeds per capita, the 90s have got to be up there. I, for some reason, I just remember like in my school, in my classes, it's like there was at least one nosebleed per day. Somebody was nosebleeding. And these are kids. This isn't even like, it's not Coke related. <laughs> it's just kids. Some of them, it was from picking their nose. And you know what? You can't have your, oh, I almost said something really gross. I'm not going to say it. You can't have your cake and eat it too. I was going to say something else. And you know what I'm saying. But uh, every now and then, remember when you'd get hit with a nosebleed and you were just sitting there minding your own business and all of a sudden you just feel a warm gush you're like spontaneously combusting in front of your own eyes. You're like, what did I do to deserve this? Sometimes I think that was, it was baby Jesus punishing you for something you did just to say, Hey, you think that didn't, you think that was a good thing to do? No. Now your nose is bleeding. Think about that. And my friend told me he knew a guy who bled to death out of his nose. And I wish I'd never heard that because every nosebleed I got consequently after that, all I can think was this could be it. If we don't get this thing plugged up quick, this could be it. He put the fear of death into a nosebleed. I still live with that fear. So I would be quick to put, I mean, how do you even stop it though? There was all kinds of tricks to stopping a nosebleed. I would just do the old traditional MacGyver method. Um, something you learn in the wilderness, which is called shove as much toilet paper up your nose as you possibly can. That's all I could think to do. I knew some kids had this trick. You could lean your head back. You could do a quick prayer. You could spin in a circle three times. Apparently that helped. There was apparently, apparently there's one teacher in my school who said, if you lay on your back, you put your foot straight up and someone hits the bottom of your foot, it stops. Now that sounds exactly like witchcraft to me, but apparently it worked. I had several people, several accounts, never saw it directly myself. They said it worked. Sounds pretty dark magic. Sounds pretty scary to me, but if you are looking for tips and that's what I'm all about, <laughs> if you have a nosebleed, try laying on your back. And if there's a stranger around, ask them to hit your foot. Just say, Hey, can you punch my foot? I got a nosebleed right now. It's crazy to think that we people get nosebleeds. There would just be blood on the ground. Now I remember there would just be like one kid, dude, one kid had probably the biggest nosebleed in provincial history. Um, I believe he was top 10 for a while. I believe they told us that they, for ranking of nosebleeds look and they factor in location, um, obviously uh, volume of liquid duration, color of blood. This is all factored in and he was top 10. This guy, I mean, I remember coming out of math class and it looked like somebody got murdered in the hallway and then they dragged them for a whole lap around the school. There was so much blood in the hallway. And you're even as a kid, I was like, this freaks me out. I don't want to be touching any of this. And I don't know what happens to that kid. I think he, I think he's, I think he died. <laughs> Maybe he was the one. 
but so much all the way down the hallway. Kids are slipping on the blood. Other kids are enjoying it. They're running, trying to slide. Ugh, what a grand old day. And it was dark blood too. I don't know what that means. I thought everyone has the same color blood, but I think some people got, some people have that dark blood. Is that like an evil thing? Is that a family trait? Is that, is that a lineage of being evil? Is that a bit of um, the devil coming out of your blood? I don't know, but I remember it being really dark. And then my other buddy um, bled one time. He just bled, and I remember he had light blood. And I, saw, I realized, oh, everyone's got different colored blood. Isn't that funny? Maybe that's type O. I don't know. Type AB? I don't even know what type I am. So, anyway, some people pass out when they see blood. I've never understood that. My mom told me she does, and I'm like, my mom's a nurse. It doesn't make sense. My mom is a nurse, and she said she can't see blood. What? That's what you guys see all day long. In fact, I actually sent, it's nice because we got a lot of nurses in our family. My mom, my sister, my brother's girlfriend, all nurses. And I got some toenail issues going on (laughs) just from running. I sent them a picture of my toes. You should have seen the level of disgust that I got back. And I was like, wow, I thought you guys are nurses. You're professional. There's no way you haven't been around something worse than this, but they pushed back. Maybe it's because they want to leave work at work. Which I understand. You know, you already have to deal with these people all day. You got to deal with like gross medical issues. And now your own brother's sending you his toes? Okay, I get it. And I take it back and I apologize. Nosebleeds. Not happening anymore. I don't know if they get less when you're an adult. I don't know why there's more when you're a kid. But I feel like they're less now. Pink eye. Pink eye. I mean, if you're an adult... And you get pink eye? I can't even explain how alarming that is. That seems like something only kids could get. By the way, if you've never had pink eye, it's funny because Jen, a couple weeks ago, she's like, I think I have pink eye. And I was like, oh, yeah, what is it? What, what's it like? And she's like, oh, it's just a little bit red. I said, no, no, no. You know, I remember I had pink eye in grade six, and I couldn't, when I woke up, I couldn't even open my eye. I'm pretty sure I had to cut it open. When you have pink eye, you know you have pink eye. There's no like, I think maybe this, it's, you go, oh my God, what is this gunk? Apologies if anyone's eating. (laughs) Let's say to this. You're like, what is this gunk on my eye? I remember coming downstairs and showing my dad and he's like, yep, guess I'm not going to work today. We had to go get some like penicillin or something. I think we had to actually light some sage and sort of get the demons out from it. Oh, dude, my eye was like, and then I heard, oh man, I worked with a girl. She got double pink eye <laughs> She got it because it's so, it's so contagious, right? So anyone who has a kid, they usually will eventually get pink eye because kids get it. Then they bring it home. They touch something. You touch your eye. I didn't realize how much we touch our eyes. Think about that. You wouldn't even, if I asked you how many times you touch your eye today, you'd probably be like zero between one and zero. Apparently not. Apparently, we're touching our eyes more than we notice because they say it's almost guaranteed. Your kid comes home with pink eye, you're getting it. And that's if you don't even touch your eye with their eye. That's even if you social distance. You're going to touch something. So she had pink eye in one eye. And she sent us photos. And we were all like, all of us at the office were like, yeah, you're good. Stay home. Don't worry about coming in. Then a couple days later, she goes, I got good news, bad news. 
And we're like, yeah, what's that? She goes, my, my pink eye getting a little better. We're like, that's good. She goes, but the other eye now has it. It's getting worse. And she sent photo. Dude, her both her eyes were swollen. Almost shut. She looked like one of those, uh, I want to say like, oh, no, goldfish. You know the ones when you go to like a Japanese restaurant and they have the fish swimming around and there's ones with the big bulgy eyes? That's what it looked like. Double pink eye. But that's another thing that you you don't get as much as an adult. Double pink eye, nosebleeds, chap lips, and the granddaddy of them all, the lice. The lice. Again, it seemed like when I was a kid, as soon as you had your first nosebleed, you got lice the next day. In fact, you know what? I remember, dude, I remember one time I got lice, and it was so sad how I got it because I was 28. Um, no, there was a girl that I really liked. There was a girl that I had a huge crush on in like grade five and we're hanging out. Everything's good. My heart is racing. My fingers are throbbing. My eyes are welling up, not with pink eye, but with excitement. And I had a hat and I remember she was like, can I wear your hat? And I'm like, oh yeah, of course. She wants to wear my hat. Of course. Let her wear my hat. Put my hat back on. Next day, lice. My mom goes, what's in your head? I go, what do you mean? She's like, you got lice. She could. That's how big these lice were. Maybe the top 10 biggest lice. Again, in the province. My mom could see them without even going through the comb. She's like, you got lice. I can see it from here. She was in another room. Anyway, I had to get special shampoo. I think she had to pick some of them out. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow, I really feel betrayed. I like that girl. She gave me lice. I could never look at her the same way again. I'm like, you're, you know, first of all, you had lice. I thought we were too old for that. Even in grade five or whatever, you're like, we're, we're past lice. And I'm like, and you gave it to me? You knew you had lice? You must have. Or, you, or you're so dirty you don't know you have lice. I don't know. But that's another one that is an adult. You really don't. Again, unless you have kids. I mean, imagine calling into your work and saying you have lice. With no kids. Just you. Just you as an adult or a single person calling. Hey, I can't come in today. Hey, hey, Tony, can't work the forklift. I got lice. I think you'd go to jail. I think so. They put you in jail for either lying or they would put you in jail for, obviously, you must have been around children. Something's going on. You don't just have a lice head as an adult. So those are the things. Those are the things that as you forget about the kids even have. And as an adult, we take for granted that that stuff doesn't happen. And then probably when you become a certain age, like 80, that's probably what they don't tell you about being really old. All that shit probably comes back. As soon as you hit 80, it's probably like, boom, lice is back. Boom, nosebleeds. Boom, everyone's lips are chap. But that's the circle of life. The circle of life. Maybe that'll be the name of this episode. The Circle of Life. Anyway, hope you guys get through the day without getting any of that shit. Send me a message if you got pink eye, if you've had pink eye. Shoot me a note if you currently or know someone who has lice. And send a picture of your lips if they're as dry as mine. And that's it for today. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode. By the way, we're just over 100. I was so wrapped up I didn't even realize that. So woo woohoo.
Let's throw a huge celebration. 101 episode today. Unbelievable. It's been a long journey. It's been exciting and there's a long way to still go. So hang on and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye.